I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Did you know that you're not anyone in America unless you're on TV? I had heard that uh, from I've a lovely, lovely uh, news anchor named Suzanne Stone, right? That's right. I mean, her married name is Suzanne Moretto, but mm. her professional mm-hmm. name is Suzanne Stone. Not that there's anything wrong with the married name, but, you know. But, it's... you know, it's just, I mean, it's attached to his family, you know, who yeah. are lo- lovely. And they've been very supportive since he passed away. Mm-hmm. Through uh, uh, unknown circumstances, which very sketchy circumstances. We'll never I mean, find out the real details. It, it, who knows what really happened? But yeah. Suzanne had nothing to do with it at no, no. all. No, she's she was busy a, that night. Innocent is what she is. Airtight alibi. Because <laughs> she Check was the sources working at the WWEN Weather Center. Mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is like a closet somewhere. <laughs> like, They're like, weather center? What are you doing? She's like, wait, what? <laughs> this is just uh, local news. It's no big deal. <laughs> I love that she, It. I think anyway, she tells the family that she got the job before she even goes in and gets the job. It might just be oh, yeah. the, the, the film is like kind of out of order with time wise, <laughs> but uh, I like it better to think about the fact that she like told them she was going to get the job before she even like went in and <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case because she's what she doesn't lack is confidence. I would say even when she should lack confidence, she does not. She's brimming with confidence. In some ways, she's an aspirational character for our time because, you know, you ever watch someone and you just think, God, I wish I had enough confidence to try to pull that off. But see, most of us have this filter where we Mm -hmm. think, you know what, maybe we can't do that. And I think it's a very healthy thing to have, to be self-aware. And Suzanne does not have an ounce of self-awareness. She does not. RuPaul (laughs) calls it uh, the inner saboteur. Yes, that little voice inside that's always telling us we can't do it. And uh, it can be a good thing because it keeps you in check, but uh, it also gets in the way sometimes. So in the short term she does pretty well for herself and yeah. you know uh, she's not used to people ever telling her no because she always mm-hmm. kind of talks them into doing whatever she wants exactly. but it does come back to bite her on the ass later on boy does it i mean this this is a a cautionary tale for people out there who just want to be famous on tv mm-hmm. um which i think what's great is that this film with the advent of reality tv which when this was made this was 95 that wasn't really a thing like i think we had the real world but that was kind of it right and so this really predates a lot of that you know kardashians and real housewives people who are famous and on tv just because their sheer force of will i guess i mean it's Mm -hmm. not because they're talented you know right there were all these like high profile tabloid trials in the 90s mm-hmm. and everything and uh, oh this is very Pamela much smart right this was inspired based by that, that. Mm-hmm. and uh probably some like Lorena Bobbitt in here mm-hmm. and I think that was around this time period yeah and uh even the like Bill Clinton uh yeah uh in- impeachment there with Monica Lewinsky like mm-hmm. how we had to air this you know personal drama out for the entire country to see even though it didn't really have anything to do with him being president but 
it was just that was yeah. the 90s it was just like we were obsessed with these like tabloid scandals, scandals and everything and uh serial yeah. serial mom when we talked about that we got into that a little yeah. bit too but, yeah, um, yeah that this, was film this actually does sort of have shared dna with serial mom in some it does. In, some, in some ways i, th- I, I, I think serial mom might be a little bit more goofy but yeah. there there is a similar kind of satire to this film that gives me some kind of serial mom vibes it does it has the sort of yeah the tabloid satire with um kind of the unreliable narrators from like election mm-hmm. even though that was after this but oh, yeah, yeah that kind true. of a vibe too where they're just like lying to the camera the whole time and uh, um <laughs> only this time she's like literally talking to the camera because she, she, it's just there's so no one else there there's she's nobody else like there talking i will say i think this is nicole kidman's finest work Oh, absolutely. Because she's hilarious. It's a really odd character because she's tragic, but she's also funny Mm -hmm. and she's cringy, but she's also kind of scary. Like there's all this, there's a a lot of different facets to Suzanne and she nails them all. Yeah. I mean, it's a fantastic performance. It is. And it seems like another one of those where in the 90s everyone was just like oh what a great villain and then mm-hmm. you gotta have to break it down a little bit more i think there are some layers here uh yeah yeah i mean she's 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 not really super relatable but there are little bits that you're like uh, like just the i guess to the fact that she is a woman and she has to do more to get ahead mm-hmm. uh and a lot of these things that she's done murder notwithstanding uh would not if it was a man would not be uh you know you wouldn't be chastising her for doing some of these things um to get ahead so i think what makes me laugh the most i i think it's it's the same thing that makes me laugh with something like drop dead gorgeous is the fact that she's Mm -hmm. doing this she's literally willing to commit murder to be an anchor woman in a really small town tv studio like that's that's like a big deal for her like it's worth killing someone over for this ridiculous prize at the end i mean it's It's, just it's so funny to me i never knew yeah how to read that it's like because she he she wanted him out of the way partly because she just wasn't feeling it anymore and like he was trying to make her get a job and she didn't want to do that Mm -hmm. uh but then she very quickly turns on a dime after he's dead and tries to make money off of it. So I never knew if yeah. that was like planned from the start or if she just yeah. was like, you know, just decided on the on the, you know, the people people are interested in this. So let's go with this. Yeah, I don't know. So let me like milk that so maybe I can get even more famous. And yeah, that yeah. might lead to maybe getting out of this small town station right. and maybe becoming the next like Diane Sawyer or Diane Barbara Sawyer, Wall, yeah. Wal- Wal- Walters. And yeah, I, I'm never quite sure what the original end game was for Suzanne mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. what did she think like was she gonna I, it seemed like she wasn't planning on staying at the station forever like she has right. big dreams and she's goals. got big dreams yeah and of course Larry her husband just wants her to stay at home and have kids and she's like uh no mm-hmm. so I do support her choice there I don't yeah. I also do not want kids and uh, and of course, every wo- woman feels pre- pressured in some way to have kids. Yeah. And I think this world world would be a much better place if people who didn't want kids didn't have kids. And Just they didn't, didn't feel have pr- them. Pressured. Yeah. Yeah. She seems kind of addicted to danger to some degree. Even the fact mm-hmm. that she's like dating this guy whose family is clearly with a mob. And, yeah. Uh, and then she has the balls to do this to their son. And uh, yeah, like, let's think about like... that, Suzanne. Like, not too smart. 
No. And then she doesn't really play it safe with these teenagers either. It's Mm-mm. it's like it's pretty out in the open a lot of times and like yeah. she doesn't cover her tracks very well at all and she, it's just that the whole like you said she doesn't have that little inner voice telling her like Mm-mm. be careful or anything. She's just like I'm just going to do it, you know. What what the yeah, fuck ever. I, and I also think that's very realistic for people like this because yeah. eventually like they they're never very smart. Like they're clever no. at times, but in the end, they're usually caught because they were really stupid about yeah. something that most people who who have that little in, inner voice wouldn't have done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's interesting that you know she's in some ways she is kind of clever, but then she's also kind of a dumbass too, which she is, is kind of keeps, funny. <laughs> she keeps like hundreds of hours of videotape that. Uh, uh, sort of point to her as being involved in this murder yeah. later on and then the uh, <laughs> cops find it and it's, it's like come on think about it girl this freaking sh- this show that she's tr- trying to make it's just so funny like it's just it's... there's nothing gripping about any of no, this but she's really bad like, after school special yeah yeah but she's like this is like the next big pbs special of a <laughs> about kids in small town America and it's like these yeah. these dumb kids like these poor kids that just are pretty stupid too because they're so young and naive mm-hmm. and I, and they're just oh bless them they're just <laughs> bless their hearts <laughs> yeah so sad <laughs> and it's the the sex scenes in this are really uncomfortable between her oh, and Joaquin Phoenix even Joaquin though he was like Phoenix. 20 or 21 at the time but he looks yeah. younger he like does they look young, yeah. intentionally made him look pretty young even his mm. head looks too big for his body sometimes it, it's it just does, like this weird yeah. kind of yeah uh, it's <laughs> uncomfortable it's so, it's so it's like yeah it's like that scene where like uh where they're in the ho- the hotel room and it just like cuts to his like stomach as mm-hmm. like she's blowing him and it's just like yeah. it, it just goes like in and out i'm like this is like this looks like something from like a Cronenberg movie, which is weird because he's actually in the movie at the end. Right. Oh but, yeah, yeah, the but, cameo. Yeah. But it's just weird. Like it's it's oddly filmed. Like I would never think. Like if I was gonna shoot a sex scene, I wouldn't be like, you know what would be cool is if we pan mm-hmm. from his face to his stomach as he just goes in and out. I'm like that doesn't sound sexy. Yeah. No, it's a, it's yeah, it's a, a little bit alarming and uh, strange. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Gus Van Sant, yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, choices were made there. Oh yes, there are from some the director of Psycho. Cho- yes. Choices. This is a much more um, interesting film than Psycho. But yeah. <laughs> what isn't though? Um, the problem with Psycho is not a it's not a Gus Van Sant film. It's a you know it, Alfred Hitchcock film Alfred through Hitchcock's the lens of Gus Van Sant. Stuck yeah. in a microwave. I don't yeah. know. Like, it's just not. It comes out and it's a little bit soggy. Kind of looks like the original, but doesn't have the right. same taste. Looks a little right. melted. Yeah, uh, but this film, this is a very. I mean, I believe this is one of the greatest dark comedies of all time. I you know, it's one that has that. grown on me. I didn't like it as much when I was younger, uh, but mm-hmm. it's one that the more I watch, um, like we talked about election kind of being that way too. But mm-hmm. for me, this one was kind of like that, and uh, I think because I went in expecting more of a straightforward dark comedy, whereas mm-hmm. this is, this has. Eh, it is funny, I think, once you're in on it. I think maybe yeah, as when yeah. I was younger, like, I, I wasn't in on, like, all the jokes and everything. And I was mm-hmm. expecting more of just, like, a, a really campy, slapstick, dark comedy. Yeah, yeah. And that's not what this is. You know, it's more mm-hmm. of, like, a melodrama. Um, Definitely. With these moments that are just so... <laughs> 
they seem understated, but then when you stop to think about them, I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah. the really cool part about this is that it's it doesn't beat you over the head with it. It's, no, it's 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 not goofy so much. No. It's it's still sort of sad in <laughs> in some ways too. It is. So it is. It's I can see how a lot of people wouldn't really go for this. I'm not sure how much this made at the box office. I'm sure it wasn't a huge hit. Um, I think yeah, as so I looked that up, I think it it made its money back, but that's about it. Oh, like twenty yeah. million, twenty one million against a twenty million budget. So yeah, that's yeah. not particularly good. Yeah, that. Yeah. but that's not surprising because dark comedies, as we've said, never yeah. tend to really just light the box office on fire. I think because right. most dark comedies are about very unlikable, terrible humans. <laughs> so, yes. and that's kind of what makes them fun is because you can kind of laugh at the fact that these pe- people are so misguided. Yeah. Um, but some people don't like to do that because it's too un- uncomfortable. Um, and I, I've talked to people about this film in particular, and a lot of people are just like, I'd rather not spend time with people that are so nasty and unlikable. I'm like, well, that's your mm-hmm. loss. I'm sorry. But yeah. <laughs> some people just don't find it amusing. They're 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 just like, this is just sad. This is depressing. How do you think this is funny? I'm like, how do you not think it's funny? Like, it's, Yeah, I mean... It, it, there are some tonal things in this movie that Mm -hmm. again have taken me a while to sort of sit into that um it's like certain like early on the movie feels more like kind of a straightforward dark comedy and then it Mm kind of goes more into like drama a little bit and then it goes Mm -hmm. into some really high melodrama and it um it's a little over the place but then i think it all is very cohesive by the end um and the, that fucking Danny Elfman score throughout, that's just, okay, like, well, so that helps manic. That's yeah. kind of schizo, too, because, like, yeah, just the yeah. opening titles, like, it starts off, and it's, like, the typical Danny Elfman, like, ha, ha, yeah. ha, ha. Tim Burton. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it goes, like, hard rock. It's, like, Rah! And then it's, yeah. like, la, 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 It's I'm like, wild. What the fuck is yeah. This? yeah. <laughs> I heard... Apparently, there was a test screening before they had the opening credits, mm-hmm. and it went horribly wrong. Like, everybody <laughs> hated the film. And then they added the opening credits, and all of a sudden, it, like, scored through the roof. I'm huh. like, that's interesting. It's like an that's overture really that weird. sets the yeah. scene for everything. Yeah. I think it's because it just it, – it sets the tone because you see all the newspaper clippings and the, tab, the tabloids and stuff, and you get an idea right. of what it's go- – going to be because i guess if you didn't start with all of that stuff you'd be like okay where is this going yeah because does, i mean i, yeah, I guess nothing sort of... like big happens like you know because he's not killed until like midway through the film if yeah. even past that point so mm-hmm. yeah. i can see how a lot of people would be like all right where is this gonna go you know yeah so i guess yeah, that you... helps to kind of do some like uh maybe some like foreshadow shadow shadow it bit. does yeah it sets that sort of it's it's a combination of that like the heightened music with all these like camp uh um um fashion choices like mm-hmm. oh, God, all of yeah. her dresses and stuff are so oh, over the top it. and I it's like it. colorful and like it, <laughs> glaring at it but yeah it's a lot of so i think yeah so it's like i think even when it seems like it's oh this is just like a kind of a normal drama it's like you're, you're watching this and then you have this like crazy ass score with these crazy ass clothes and it's like okay all right <laughs> it's so cool it's just that yeah. and, and it's it's it kind of plays with uh d- different timelines mm-hmm. and different yeah, narratives the, and yeah and it and it's it's sort of a mockumentary at, at, at times too sort of because there's this it kind is. of unseen interviewer who's talking to people and you're like what's going on with that it's it's very 
because it's not really a mockumentary, but then it sort of is. It's very odd. It has this, yeah, kind of mixed me- mixed media mm-hmm. thing here. Yeah, because there's there's scenes of like their families on the talk show. So that's mm-hmm. like pulled from that. And then there's yeah. scenes of her talking to the camera. And then there's scenes of her working with, you know, the teenagers. And yeah, yeah. it's 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 like pulled from it's like found footage almost. It's like yeah, pulled it, from like all over the place. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of Stephen King's novel of Carrie, where it's mm-hmm. like it's it's all basically like there are some scenes that play out traditionally, and then there's like random in in interview clips from like books and magazines, and it, it's all kind of mixed in, and yeah, it has yeah. this kind of like it's sort of like nonfiction plus fiction. It's very odd. It is. It, it gives it that sort of. <laughs> again tabloid culture feel of just mm-hmm. like uh, the way the story is being discussed in different formats and yeah. uh, some people have different views on what is actually happening versus you know what happens it's and yeah kind of like watching like an e-true hollywood story yeah. at times where it's just like yeah. these random people just kind of pop in and they talk about it and and then it'll just like cut to like i guess like a you know a reenactment you know it's like it's yeah just, yeah it's that's so what, bizarre that's the only thing we needed was like a reenactment right <laughs> yeah 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 it's very like perception is reality and everybody thinks mm-hmm. they have they know what happened and mm-hmm. by the end of it you're kind of like do we really know what happened because i mean yeah. what, uh, I guess, and, and maybe you could argue that like the scenes we're seeing are s- to some degree a reenactment of sorts, and not maybe. the actual what happened. But I don't know. Maybe so. I don't know. Maybe that's what's the, um, the, the so fascinating about this movie is that you just yeah. you don't really ever know what really went down. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love when because of course she seduces this uh, character. What's his name? Bid. James, Jimmy. James, Jimmy, yeah. James, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love it. There's so Jimmy like James. everyone is so scared of her that like even when uh, Matt Dillon's character has a gun to his head, he's like, "Oh, I can't give you this ring. This is Suzanne would kill me." It's like you are more worried about her killing you than this guy with a gun like to your head right now. It's. Uh, it's I mean, I get it. Like she's kind of she's kind of she's scary. terrifying. Yeah, in her like, own way. We never see her like really lose it one hundred percent, but right. you know she probably has the capabilities of being really just insane. Yeah, it's like everybody like, has to walk on eggshells around her to yeah. avoid that. Yeah, because you don't want to say no to her because she really like she will freak out. Like you just know that mm-hmm. she that she will. And I mean, yeah, it's I've known people like that before where you know they've gotten by on their on their looks and their charisma and their charm. And mm-hmm. no one ever says no. But when they do, nope. oh, we better watch out. You better watch out. There will be punishment. Yeah. I think because the, she does the like, biggest, like, uh, yeah, oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, no. Well, the, the, uh, the biggest freak out that she has is when she is talking to her station manager and she's trying to get the tapes back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I had to give those to the police. And she's like, but those tapes belong to me. And that's like the closest yeah. thing that we see to like a yeah. real freak out. But it's, it's like that wasn't part scary. of her plan. And. <laughs> yeah. Because she thinks everybody else should be part of her plan, and <laughs> yeah. they should be doing exactly what she wants. So when someone doesn't do that, it's like, oh, oh God. that's classic a very narcissist. I mean, classic narcissist manipulator. This is, yeah, this is one of the most beautiful depictions of narcissism I've ever seen on screen. Yeah, because it it's it's the Suzanne on. Stone show, right? Like the whole movie yeah. is just her world, and anytime <laughs> something doesn't mesh with that world, yeah, she, they're gonna get the axe or whatever, the gun, yeah. <laughs> It's it's nuts. Yeah. It's so amusing though. 
Yeah. But it, it, yeah. it really, I mean, there's so many people just like her that are on these reality shows now. And, mm-hmm. and I just think mm-hmm. this movie was supposed to tell you that this is a bad thing. Why did this become like uh, so, something to like strive to become, you know? I right. Mean, even on like Instagram, you see this all the time. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's this thing. It's this constant, like uh, weird thing. I just, oh, it bugs me. There's so many yeah, she's Suzanne's not, out there. Yeah, she's not an aspirational character. And, no, uh, God, no. I think uh, there should be more conversation about, like, uh, how this applies to, like, anyone of any sex. You know, mm-hmm. oh, God, no yeah. one should be allowed to do this. You know, and I feel no. like men are able to get away with stuff like, not the murder that's, part, but, you know. That's the, the problem, yeah. The, yeah, they can manipulate anyone. And it's just like, oh, he just did what he had to do to get ahead. Um, and not that it's better when a woman does it, but it, it mm-hmm. just kind of shows the double standard of like, okay, why, yeah. you know, why is this okay? But... Well, and it's, it's tough because I think studies have shown that narcissistic people like her mm-hmm. do tend to get what they want in, in the end. Like if she ta- hadn't killed her husband, she might be the next Diane Sawyer. It's not with, like out of the realm of possibility. Oh, like, no. she I mean, look at our last, what she wanted, you know, look at our former president right oh, yeah, i mean exactly yeah. obviously obvious narcissistic personality case. disorder yeah come on classic like it's when, when he would talk all i would see was suzanne yeah most of the time i was like yeah he's just doing like to die for cosplay like what is that right <laughs> it's just all about himself <laughs> nothing else matters and the news just like in this like they ate it up you know for four yeah. years all they talked about was that they didn't talk about mm-hmm. real issues because they didn't no. have to they just had to focus on trump for Be four like, years and well, it was just like he Jesus tweeted Christ. again i'm like well of course he did that's all he does yeah yeah and just, people are like oh you know biden's being boring right now i'm like well I, I'm thank, like, thank god. god i know <laughs> thank god i love boring biden <laughs> yeah, right now boring is great <laughs> i mean like did didn't they just pass the new stimulus thing that's not boring that's, that's good a, yeah they, they started the process yeah of that yeah wonderful yeah. and he's like yeah. signed so many you know a- actions now i mean this is this is great he's he's doing positive things Right, yeah. It's I like, like half that. those actions were just undoing the I know. shit that Trump was doing. And people are like, oh, he's being such a dictator right now. I'm like, he's just undoing the dictator shit that Trump did. It's <laughs> like, let me give trans people some rights. God forbid. Yeah, you know, it's God like, forbid. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah like... let me uh, get rid of this Muslim ban. Like, <laughs> yeah. how dare you, right? It's, it's ridiculous. I can't um, believe it. See, so that's what nice. happens when we have people like Trump and Suzanne in power. Yeah. Things just get worse, you know, because they're not thinking about anybody else. It's all about them. And and, it, and yeah, they do have this sort of natural glow about them that, the problem, uh, yeah. yeah, it's hard to look away sometimes and mm-hmm. you, you want to be close to that glow and you always want to be in that yeah. sunlight. And when, and when you're not, it's like, okay, this is, well, this is sad. I want to be back in this glow, but even, <laughs> but then you just let them get away with like anything. It's like, it's yeah. just, it's, it, I read that, uh, Reese, Reese Witherspoon was partially inspired by this performance for election just to tie that back to our I previous episode. I could see that. I could totally yeah. see that. Yeah. There's that one scene where uh, Suzanne just, what's the, the monologue she has? She's like, I believe in our fast-moving age. It is the medium of television that joins together the global community. And it is the television journalist who serves as a messenger, bringing the world into our homes and our homes into the world. It has always been my dream to be such a messenger. Like, that's very I Tracy Blake moment. I now to make that yeah. dream a reality. A reality. <laughs> okay, no joke. I almost did that monologue once for a speech and debate tournament. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> I was like, this is a great monologue. It is, it is. This woman's crazy. I can't wait yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah. 
She just thinks that what she's saying is the most important. Like, it's so profound. Uh, be all and all. Yeah. yeah. It's it's. <laughs> and and the thing is, is that she copied that from something that she saw beforehand, which is so funny. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and then I've always wanted to know because when when she's talking to the uh the George Siegel char- char- character at that mm-hmm. like that weird Hawaiian thing. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he says that there was a famous anchor person who who um who got her job because she promised to uh suck their cocks until their <laughs> eyes roll rolled back yeah and i'm like i wonder if that's like based on a true story like was that like barbara walters or diane so- sawyer because they be, never yeah. say they like, don't yeah i think they whisper it and she just goes mm-hmm. oh i had no idea <laughs> like yeah. i wonder if that's based on something <laughs> i'd like to know it's, it's not yeah it's <laughs> but then it's like she has that letter that she writes that i'm assuming was going to say the exact same thing mm-hmm. but she didn't have to end up using it and then she goes yeah. out outside and like tear, tear, tears it up and throws it in the yeah trash. yeah <laughs> i just love that she like pops in while they're having their lunch break and there's like uh um can you just like come back <laughs> like yeah. she's so dead set <laughs> and she's taking it so seriously <laughs> she's like all dressed up to the nines and <laughs> it's nuts and uh, <laughs> it's like even at that point and uh, even though she's married like she doesn't she has like she'll do whatever she has to to get ahead like it's mm-hmm. just it's uh, yeah it, her moral compass is just very <laughs> stilted I, I there's no really it's it's all moral rel- relativism right anything that oh, gets absolutely. her further in life is is yeah. okay because it's justified right it's mm-hmm. it, whatever um however bad it may seem to on the outside it's okay because <laughs> yeah. it, it, it serves her goals so it's all right exactly. it's fine it's yeah. all all about it's her fine. and everybody yeah. in the world wants to help her of course yeah yeah who wouldn't i mean my who God. wouldn't like, she's the best yeah. <laughs> she's ridiculous and her parents just seem like they've just sort of ignited that enabled throughout her, her whole life too her enabled her yeah life oh my mm-hmm. god yeah they mm-hmm. just seem very clue clueless i love the sister though the because you can great. tell there's so much bitterness <laughs> that she has built up for years yeah and she's still smiling and she's still trying to you know save face but there are times when it kind of slips and it's so yeah. delicious yeah i love great. the sister she's my favorite <laughs> She has like one line, but like it's, it, it's good though. Yeah, and <laughs> Matt Dillon's sister is something too. Uh, Ileana Douglas. Ileana oh Douglas. She's so good in this. She did not survive <laughs> the '90s, but she has. She, she's like my fir- first impression. One word starts with a C. Four letters. <laughs> it's like cold, cold. <laughs> I've never thought she was a very good actress, but like she's good in this just because she's so naturalistic and like to, I think it just feels like how she this. would talk. Yeah. She's yeah. fabulous in this. She, she's she more has... of a comedian than an, from what I understand, right? Well, she I, has I guess a she's great stuff, but... podcast called I Blame Dennis Hopper and she just brings on people that she loves and respects in the in industry and like they yeah. just talk shit for like an hour. It's great. Nice. It's nice. so good. I like her in Stir of Echoes. Oh, I love that Stir of Echoes. Kind of That's such a yeah. good movie. No one ever talks it's about good. that movie it's really anymore. Good. It's so it's good. good. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah. It's And then, like, Matt Dillon in this movie, I mean, he's just so sweet and kind of naive. And it's like you're kind of 
like in, you just kind of feel bad for the guy because yeah. he doesn't seem to be a bad guy like he's just doing what he can and <laughs> he just made a big mistake when he got with Suzanne <laughs> like cuz she's not the type of wife that he thinks that he needs you know so it's yeah there there is a little bit of an um not sense of ownership but like mm-hmm. That it, it, I guess it comes more from his family, like that yeah, she's yeah. she's doing this, and then he mm-hmm. feels obligated to go with what his family says. And yeah, I think that's, that's what it's always seemed like to to me. Yeah, that's sort of the final straw for her that like he's yeah. chosen his family over mm-hmm. her. Um, yeah, because I feel like the parents were like, you know, Suzanne's little you know, anger thing is cute and all, but like mm-hmm. she should just like settle down and have some kids, you know, because yeah. a woman's place is in, in the home. Like, look at your mother. You know, she's perfectly yeah. happy, you know, yeah. and that doesn't work for Suzanne. She doesn't want that. And, there, and <laughs> there's that great scene at the pool where she's talk, talking to his mom mm-hmm. and she's like trying to persu- persu- persuade her to have kids. And she's and she and she's like, I can't be running around conducting high profile in in interviews with kids and a big fat stomach, you know? Get, yeah, like she's fucking Barbara Walters over <laughs> yeah. here again. Yeah, she's she's, <laughs> she's like, yeah, you, you just have have this blubber and and these boobs out to here, and she's yeah. And then she she tells her husband, like, if you want a babysitter, you should have married Mary Poppins. <laughs> yes. That's and I'm good. like, you know what? I see her on this. I'm like, I She's get not it. wrong because yeah, it's like it. women are put in an impossible situation there mm-hmm. of like you need to be out working, but you also need to have this great you need to be a great mother and yeah. have the family. I go back to like Desperate Housewives and mm-hmm. Lynette. Like, you know, it's like you, you're supposed to be doing all of this and yeah. somehow still be happy at the end like you know yeah. working your ass off and like it's it's nuts i love that scene where where she's where she's coming down from the kids ad add meds mm-hmm. and she and she's just like we should tell people this we should yes. talk about this i'm like that's how she got her emmy i mean that's it's true so good it's so good the dream mary alice's it's, it's yeah. so true because it's like yeah. i think Especially with women, especially in the suburbs, there is mm-hmm. this idea that you have to pre- pretend like you have it all. You have the perfect husband, right. the perfect job, right. the perfect kids. And then when one of those things turns out to not be perfect, you feel this amazing shame, you yeah. know, that you've 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 somehow failed. And it's like, but we all fail. That's part of being human. You don't have to have everything perfect. And it's uh, it's just sad. It's so sad. It is. Yeah, there was a weird sort of transition around, like, you know, the 50s and 60s where, like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody knows this, but it's like, you know, women were expected to just be the housewives. But then all of mm-hmm. a sudden they were also supposed to be getting jobs and, yeah. you know, making money as well. Mm-hmm. Whereas the guys were just uh, – their role is pretty much just stayed the same. Like, you're just yeah. supposed to be going at work and then come home, play with the kids for, like, an hour or something, and then mm-hmm. that's about it. You know, five yeah. minutes. Into, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So I can, I can kind of see where she's coming from. You know, she doesn't mm-hmm. – um, she doesn't want kids like she just doesn't want kids no. you know it's it's there's nothing wrong with that but I to this family of course you know that's a very brave choice considering all of her um personality disorders <laughs> i think it's yeah, a very wise choice to <laughs> yeah. not have kids because yeah. kids the kid would get more attention she'd become that, a stage you know? mom right she'd yeah be, yeah i mean the, the problem with with that is that people that that have these kinds of disorders have kids and then their kids yeah. are like just they have to be in therapy for the rest of their lives. You know, yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. 
So yeah. I would just prefer if 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 you have an inkling, you might have a personality disorder. Maybe just don't have kids. Just just, right. just don't. Just, you know, just think about it there. Yeah, because what, yeah. what's gonna unless you're taking meds? But unfortunately, you can't take meds for narcissism. So right, exactly. If, if only. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. This world might be a better place. It would be one day. One day they're gonna what? come up with a cure. Maybe. It'll, I don't know. Maybe. It's called a lobotomy. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, let's get back to that, right? That seemed to be doing wonders for the... That worked really well. That worked yeah. really well. <laughs> the classics never die, right? <laughs> Suzanne oh, with God. a lobotomy. Can you imagine? Oh, God. I, I cannot. She's just like walking around. We're talking about pink the suit. weather today. Yeah. <laughs> Today's going to be a hot one. Uh, huh. The forecast. She'd be like one of the, not the Stepford Wives from the Stepford Wives, but the Stepford Wives from the, the remake. <laughs> yeah. Also starring Nicole Kidman. Sorry, Also Nicole. starring Nicole Kidman. See, she could occasionally do some like comedic stuff, but oh, it's just been a while. She's funny. I haven't seen her. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she can be very, very funny. Um, yeah. I thought she was winning in the prom that just came mm. came out. Um she doesn't have much to do, but she has one yeah. good little musical number, which is actually, I think, my favorite of the piece. But, um, okay. uh, yeah, but yeah, she, like she did Bewitched, and that movie sucked. Yeah. That's not her fault. Yeah, that was this that was the script. Yeah, and Stepford Wives. She was actually kind of Stepford funny Wives. in that at times. She was funny in Moulin Rouge, like before all yeah. the melodrama kicks in too. Like she's exactly. got plenty of, she's, with the Duke and everything, some, and yeah, she's she's she's, she's 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 got some chops. She won. I'm trying to, yeah, she won a Golden Globe for this, and then mm-hmm. she went a Golden Globe for Moulin Rouge, mm-hmm. and then she got an Oscar for The Hours, which I'm like, she's not even in that no. much of the movie, and her face is she's like not. covered up half the time. I'm like, okay, that's why she got the award. They love when like actresses like ugly up themselves. Yeah, that's like, true. They, they yeah. live for that shit. They're like, oh, wow, you really became that person. Yeah, she's so beautiful, but she wore this fake nose, and I, and I was like, is that Nicole? Is that my girl Nicole? I don't think it is. I was very confused, uh, so I just decided to vote yeah. uh, for her because I was like, she's really trans formed right it's she like really became that person i feel like a performance like this is actually more brave though because she's so, so. unlikable and i think a yeah. lot of a- actors are scared to go to that unlikable place but she just right. goes and she commits goes for broke and i think that these kinds of performances are the ones that deserve the awards because they're braver i really I agree be- be- believe that I agree. IMDb said that, uh, you know, a recent election and then also there was some inspiration from um, Charlize in Young Adult. Oh, definitely. And yeah. uh, even like Rosamund Pike in Gone Girl. Like these great. I, oh, I could see that. Yeah. Morally ambiguous women that. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I love all of these movies and performances. What does that say about me? That that troubles <laughs> me because like, well, they're all great movies. So they're, you know. oh, we, I, that does help. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. just the stories are great. But I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm just drawn to these characters. I think I just find them so fascinating because morally they're just very ba- bankrupt. And I find that yeah. fascinating for some reason that someone this cold and aloof and lacking any kind of empathy whatsoever for human life can get so far (laughs) i'm just like wow like did no one catch this before they went off the deep end (laughs) like they're just yeah they're engaging characters i don't know what to say it's not like you want to be best friends with them but you do want to live in their world and like watch them it's interesting to see what they how they behave yeah and like all of these all of these movies have gotten so much flack from a lot of people that I know once again because yeah. they're so unlikable. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. the point, you dingbat. Like yeah. of course. 
These are not aspirational characters. Like, it's not like I'm like, I can't wait to be amazing Amy when I grow up. Like, yeah, <laughs> what the no? Come and on. And they're once again, they're usually not rewarded for their behavior, at no. least not in like a grand way, no. even. Even Charlize at the end, like, it's not like she gets some huge reward. She just kind of realizes that, like, okay, I am I was better off where I was. Like, that's fine. You know, whatever. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It's so mean. It's just, it is. like, ending. And I remember I saw that with my mom, and she yeah. and, and she was like, I really just think she she just should have ta- taken that girl with her, and they could have just gone on the road. I'm like, Mom, she yeah. doesn't even know this girl. Like, why would she do that? It's it's a, it's kind of a similar ending to this with Lydia <laughs> yeah. at the end, and how she's like, oh, no, Lydia. like, you know, uh, your lesbian tendencies, and she, she kind of freaks out at her at the end there. In, in that mall? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I love a 90s mall scene. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah she <laughs> just great. freaks out. Like, poor Lydia. She's... Yeah. She's like the saddest person in the movie, I think. She is, but she she at the end she gets rewarded, so it's fine. Yeah, because she's, she's on like all the talk shows. Yeah, stuff. it's great. <laughs> so I kind of like to think maybe Lydia gets the fame that Suzanne wanted so desperately. I think so, so because it's... she's talking throughout the movie that like uh, how oh she was such a good person. And I'm like, would mm-hmm. you be saying this like, if you really? didn't end up getting this fame? Like at the yeah. end, like I don't know. <laughs> Because it, it's sort of like uh, dropped dead gorgeous to me in that way, mm-hmm. too, that the person who actually deserves it in the end does kind of get True. some cr- credit. But it, it it's a realistic credit. It's not like and they became a big famous movie star. It's like, well, they right. didn't like become a huge smash, but they got kind of what they wanted yeah. or what they needed. You know, yeah, I, I, exactly. I just I love that. I And I do feel bad for J- Jimmy slash James, you know, because he's. Mm-hmm. He's stuck in there, but, you know, he made a mistake, but it's so sad. It, there's, yeah, it seems like he's a little slow, you know, it's, yeah, the, uh, it, yeah, he, he's a sad character, definitely, that, yeah, mm-hmm. um, whereas the Casey yeah. Affleck character, I just, like, I don't give a shit about, oh, you know, he's, my God. he's terrible, but, he's just a dude, I mean, he's just in, like, a, a, a junk, a junkyard, just, like, jumping up on cars and smashing yeah. them, I'm like, everybody knows a kid like that. Right. It was just always destructive and was never going to um, amount to anything. Right. And it's like, so I'm not really surprised that he would fall for something like this, but <laughs> he's just a dingbat. Yeah. He just. And he's a- like. Any chance to hold a gun yeah. and like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Uh, he's his, just a piece of crap. Characters. Yeah. It's like the Joaquin character is a little more tragic, but he's just kind of yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Russell's his name, right? Russell. Russell, that sounds right. Russell, yeah. Yeah. I love Buck Henry playing the teacher at the school who has the talking to him. Oh, right. And Buck Henry, of course, this actually wrote the screenplay. Wrote it, yeah. And he has this cameo as a teacher, and and he's like, and he sits him down, and he's like, like scolding him for you know basically being a pervert to Mm -hmm. Suzanne. And he's like, and he's like, I'm gonna make you a boy soprano, and so it's just so funny. It's so great. Yeah, even he knows that like she's involved with the uh, mafia, like that mm-hmm. his her her husband is involved with the mafia. Oh yeah. So it's like you can't make the excuse that like she didn't know that mm-hmm. the, she was in a mafia family. Like she knew. Oh yeah, she had it's, to have known. It's nuts. Yeah, and the the fucking weirdest scene in this movie, at least to me, is uh, it, it's. 
it is where she shows that she can really commit to this like insane role mm-hmm. the masturbation sequence where he's watching her on tv and she's just saying what he's thinking and she just commits to this so much this big fat hard James. like God. James. <laughs> I read that Meg, Meg Ryan was originally up for this role. That's and then true. She turned it down. Yeah, I, I can't Which picture that. I could, I could kind of see visually. Yeah, because it's it's almost like they've tried to style Nicole as it's Meg. True. At, it doesn't at times. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah, true. I I can see that. It's like they had the same wardrobe. They just kept yeah. it. Yeah, it's like I never really thought that they looked alike until this movie, and I'm like, I could kind of yeah. see it a bit. Yeah, but I don't think Meg would have committed. I I don't. Think, I don't think she's so. too like squeaky clean, kind of like fun, you know, not, not. Yeah. But I mean, she did do like in the cut late later on. Right. But I I still don't see her being really funny or ter- terribly engaging in in this part. I just don't see it. I don't either. Yeah, she was known more for the like you said the kind of fluffy. Yeah. Roles like in the the rom com queen for years. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't picture it. I, I, and I, I wonder like if she had been in the film, would it have been a bigger hit? I don't know because she was like box office gold at that point. Maybe. Ni- yeah. Ni- Nicole at this point had really just done a, a few sm- small, smaller films, and I mean, she, I think she had done two with Tom Cruise at at this point. I think she had done Far and Away by this point. I know she did Days of Thunder. Um, and yeah, then she did Dead Calm, but Dead really, Calm. I mean, she wasn't that well known. I, th- I think she was more known as just being like Tom Cruise's wife at this point. And this right. was her big like su- surprise. I can actually act, you know. This thing. and Batman Forever, which came out same the same year, year. Yeah. and so that kind of made her at the time like the Batman movies were treated as sort of James Bond, and that you you change the huge. the woman like every movie. So she was like a Batman girl or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, the Batgirl. But this was definitely a more memorable performance. The To Die oh, For yeah. versus oh, God, that. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember much about Batman Forever, except I didn't. There's not much of a plot. It's a lot of like Jim Carrey dancing around and being Riddler <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones. Sold. <laughs> yeah. I will say both of those movies that came out the night, the, those two that came out in the late 90s, are so camptastic because They're of very Joel Schumacher. Camp- but, That's yeah. all I can really remember. I know I saw them both mm-hmm. in theaters, but I don't think I ever saw them again after that. Mm-hmm. And that's, of mm-hmm. course, been well over 20 years now. So maybe I, I need to rewatch <laughs> They're them. They're worth revisiting just for just for being so over the top yeah. and ridiculous. Uh, like in a very different way than the Tim Burton ones were, even though those were also very over the top and ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just strange. I it's know. so strange how like Batman used to be like just really campy. Like even the TV show back yeah, in the Adam the day West was one, so yeah. campy. Yeah. And then here here comes the dark, gritty the reimaginings. Dark, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. just like so dark and depressing now. I'm like, is yeah. it, is this even the same story? Like I don't. I know. <laughs> this is yeah. so different. Not that I have anything against them. I liked the dark, the dark night, um, yeah. the dark not the dark night rises. Not so much, but not um, so much. Yeah, like yeah. that just went on and on. I was like, end it, please. Editing. I've always please. cared more about the villains in those movies than I the know. like Batman because he's kind of yeah. a boring protagonist. But I mean, he just kind of talks, you know, in this like boring kind of monotone, yeah. growly I'm voice. A, I'm a I'm detective. Batman. <laughs> I'm gonna take Gotham City by storm. I'm like, oh, yeah. sure, Bat- Batman, you look ridiculous. Calm if down. If you say so, yeah. <laughs> Where's Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what I came here for. Come on, <laughs> Danny DeVito, I love your work. <laughs> and she says she wants to come back and play the part. So let her do it. Damn it. Yeah. You oh my ages God. fucks. 
They come never on. ask the women to come back and no. do these things. That would be like, huge. I mean, can you imagine yeah. a woman her age stepping back into cat woman? That's so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. would be there opening day. Yeah, me too. But I doubt Make it, it happen. will happen because they're stupid. They're dumb. I'm not going to give us more Michelle Pfeiffer, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Or a To Die For zombie sequel, which is what I want. Ooh, I could do that, too. To yeah. to to Die For On Ice. Yes, To Die For. Starring David Cronenberg and I- Ileana Douglas. Oh, that. La- skate around. The last, the last scene of this movie is so perfect, where she's just skating oh, around on her body. It's, it's so beautiful. Great. As a kid, I never knew how to interpret it. But now I'm like, oh, she's dancing on her grave. Mm-hmm. It's so Ooh, good. Ooh, delicious. I it was like, why is she doing that? And then now I'm like, ah, oh, I get it. I get it now. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. It reminds it's a great me of ending. Cur- curtains a little bit. With yeah. just the, the, <laughs> it's so great. Listen, I've wanted to remake Curtains for years, and I yeah. think Nicole Kidman would be great as uh, one of the ladies. I think it would be fantastic. Absolutely. But absolutely, absolutely. You never know. You yeah, never know. it could happen. It's on my, it's on my vision board. I don't know. <laughs> I got a little hag mask and throwing darts at different projects. And yeah, (laughs) I think I'll do that one day. (laughs) But this God, this movie, it's just it's I I, from top to bottom to the last drop. It's 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 fantastic. Everybody's Um, perfectly cast. I've. Oh, yeah. Good. It's a it's a very white movie, but it's very mm-hmm. like it's showing these problems with like the waspy white families. Well, I mean, so it, it is a yeah. white people problems movie. So, it is. Like, it's a very white people problem movie. I yeah. I mean, it's it's probably like the definition of white people problems. It is. Like everybody's really waspy and uh, <laughs> yeah. the problem is that nobody's communicating with each other because they're too yeah. obsessed with themselves, at least mm-hmm. you know, many of them. Yeah. And uh, their own individual problems and mm-hmm. it's, it's just uh, my god i do love that scene where she comes in from work and she sits down and larry wants to have a talk and she's like oh great you know like she's Mm -hmm. already just exhausted (laughs) and she she sits down and he's talking about his plan for the bar and stuff Mm -hmm. and she's just zoning out complete complete like (laughs) her her eyes are glazed over completely Mm -hmm. and it, it goes into this shot where it's just like it's it's like this weird like tunnel vision kind of shot where like he's like <laughs> yeah. way at the end of the frame and she's just like zoning yeah. out and it's just like yeah. it's closing in. It's so yeah. great. And then at the end he's like, "What do you think?" And she's just like, uh, "I think it sounds great." Okay. It's, good night. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Because I hate to admit it, yeah. but I've been there. You know, like when oh, someone's well, of course, talking, of and you just and and you're like, you've told me this fifty thousand times, right? Of and course, you zone out, and you're just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like shut the fuck yeah. up, you know? Yeah. It's like she that just takes little it bit, to like, like a millionth it, level. Yeah, it just Be- makes it her kind of relatable a bit at that. Point. It does <laughs> because you get the sense that like she just she just. Uh, she only is interested in this guy when she needs him for something, yeah. uh, you know, uh, sex exactly. or, uh, you know, a job or, I, you know, uh, just comfort in the home, uh, yeah. a, a new car. Like, um, uh, she's mean to her dog, though, which I don't appreciate. But I don't appre- – no, I don't like that. No. I no. don't like it. It bothers me. Yeah. That's a cute fucking dog. 
it is and he got it for her which was nice and because no. he used to be part of this band right and uh, <laughs> which oh, like the cute <laughs> which is probably a throwback to his role in singles because he's like in this grunge band and that but so she makes him into this new person and not really even thinking about like any sacrifices that he might have had to make to like become yeah. this you know more upstanding kind of person that um, who knows if he, if he likes it being that person or not but you know it's yeah. there are times when I think this movie might work better I mean it already works perfectly but if maybe Larry was a, a bit of a more kind of schlubby guy yeah because like pretty. Matt Dillon he's just so beautiful and you're like why yeah. would you want to kill Matt Dillon like he's just so pretty you know and right. I feel like someone who's a, a little bit more schlubby would sort of maybe they would it would be more understandable why he would let someone like Suzanne walk all over him like if maybe he was played by like say like uh John C Riley you know mm-hmm. like someone like that right i think it would maybe make a little bit more sense but i mean yeah. it still works but yeah yeah i mean there are you know attractive people that of course that, that still just develop this obsession with someone else you know oh, yeah. but it, it yeah. would I, I agree that it, it would be an interesting little wrinkle there because yeah. they, they 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 sort of imply later on that oh he's put on a few pounds i'm like has he he still looks, looks really great. like he looks perfect i would bang him like I don't yeah think, like, come on <laughs> he's fucking gorgeous come on <laughs> matt dylan we need like a matt dylan assance like he needs to like come back with a big splashy role you know he i always like him back for that M. Night Shyamalan series. What was it called? The what? Uh, he had a series. Uh, he, I think he just produced it. He might have directed oh. a couple episodes. What was that called? Was uh, Wayward Pines. Wayward Pines. I think that's right. Oh, I think I've heard of that. I've just never. I don't. I guess it just. I don't know. It, the the first season's actually pretty good, but the second season, it's it just one of the shows that didn't need to be renewed. No. But um, I remember Matt Dillon being in. He's pretty good in it too. Oh, so yeah, bring shit. him back. Yeah. He got. He's one of those actors that got like really gruff when he got older, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you can, can you just be like a normal guy? Like, I don't need you to be this like man's man kind of you know person, like you know. Because <laughs> yeah. hasn't he been in some of like the Scorsese films and stuff too? Was I he? think maybe not. Was he maybe the Departed, he or did they all just look no, the same I don't think to me? The Departed, they all okay. look the same because like <laughs> sort of like Jack Nicholson looks like an older Leonardo DiCaprio, and it's sort of weird. Yeah, like, yeah. Is, is is it just me or is Leo turning into Jack? I I don't. It's weird. Because, like, recent I think so. pi- pictures, there's, like, something about him that is, like, did he turn into Jack Nicholson? What's happening? Leonardo DiCaprio, God. he's another one. It was, like, really interesting when he was younger, and now I just don't yeah. give a shit about him anymore. I'm, like, I, yeah. it's... I'm, like, you got your Oscar, give... calm down, you know? Like, yeah. It, for the one where he was, like, I don't a know. A bear or like whatever. Bear. Yeah, I don't know. I looked really boring i'm sorry i didn't see it yeah i, I judged a movie by its cover and i didn't see it yeah so i was like this yeah. looks really long and really boring yeah i'm, I'm good <laughs> and ev ever was like no it's amazing it's like leo in the snow with a bear and he has yeah. to like eat his hand or something i don't know it's like something stupid like that i'm like I'm, he's I'm, another I'm one out. like tom tom cruise where i'm just like i just feel like although he he's not as crazy as tom cruise and actually leonardo, leonardo has oh, done no, some good no, things for so. like charities and stuff and um global warming and shit yeah. but he's another one that i'm like mm-hmm. you're obviously gay right like you're just you're just hiding like i there's all these hollywood actors that are just so clearly gay and it's like why it's in 2021 are you still having to hide this shit you know they only go out with like supermodels i'm like yeah. well that's weird like that yeah. seems to be like the code for like i'm gay but i'm not gonna say it is like right, i'm dating this 22 yeah. year old supermodel and i'm 40 mm-hmm. i'm like okay mm-hmm. cool yeah i'm dating nicole kidman and- <laughs> <laughs> katie holmes uh, where are you at girl 
Yeah, exactly. Get out of there, Katie. Yeah. You in danger, girl. <laughs> Take little Suri with you. Run. Yeah. 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 She did. I'm yeah. proud of her for getting out of that. And she did. I'm proud of no- Nicole, too, because I remember hearing some stories that, like, they thought she was a suppressive person in Scientology, and they needed mm. to drop her. And so uh, Tom Cruise fucking dropped Nicole Kidman because Scientology said she was su- suppressive. That's fucking crazy. Mm. Yeah. Like who now does he's that? dating Haley Atwell, I guess. I was looking it up here. Do I know yeah. her? What else? She's been in a lot of the Marvel stuff, which Oh, whatever. I don't know her then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with her work though. <laughs> uh, like I've seen every Marvel movie. I just don't care. Like it's one of those things I it, oh, it's all really? just popcorn filler movie. I mean to be yeah. fair, there's plenty of horror movies I feel that way about too. Oh, I just course, put it on yeah. and I watch it and I'm yeah. just like so it, it's just like it's like I have no investment in this but I guess I've seen them. <laughs> yeah, I don't judge. I don't judge people that love them. I just I, I don't yeah. get much out of them personally and right. I wish I did cuz a lot of people seem to but uh, you know there's like um Lord of the Rings. I've gotten nothing yeah. out of those movies but some See, people I really just like Lord of the Rings them. actually, yeah. See? Yeah. I well, what I like of Lord of the Rings is just how complicated it is like as a uh, pseudo intellectual i don't know i just like how like every put on little, your brain like, you put on my brain here like just the level of detail it's one of those things like i'll, I'll hear something and then i have to go look it up on wikipedia and then there oh yeah that leads yeah. to like a giant wikipedia uh, uh black hole of just having to research this and do this it's um, beautifully so that keeps made me busy on that um, yeah i mean it's like yeah. just the way it looks i'm like how do they even do this like it's yeah beautiful yeah but you like fairy tales. So I do. That's close. what's weird is uh, yeah. you would think I would like love that stuff. But I'm like, yeah. Harry Potter yeah. is all right. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, eh. But yeah. I should like it. Well, Harry Potter, uh, yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings is a lot more complex than Harry Potter. Oh, God, Harry Potter yeah. is so like, I mean, it was made for children. I mean, not, I mean, whatever. Like, I mean, I liked oh, it when I was younger. I watch think, out. I, know it, some I mean, it, they're children's books. I'm sorry. They like, like freak yeah. out. Like they're like, no, they're not children's books. They're yeah. they're high quality entertainment for adults too. Stop it. Like, like whatever. Like down. I grew up with it. Like it was part of my childhood. But like even I can acknowledge that like most of that. Like it gets a little more complex later on. But in general, like they're kids' books. They're they're that, not. Yeah. Like, come yeah, on. And I mean, they steal from like a million other people, including Jake yeah. uh, Tolkien and stuff. So it's like exactly I, I, whatever. And just yeah. after this whole uh, J.K. Rowling shit, I'm just like oh, I, I just don't have any. I am not invested. I'm not and jump up to the d- defend this you know it's... no oh god no and there are no queer characters in any of those books like any of those oh, books but Come hey on. she said she said dumbledore. that <laughs> dumbledore was somehow gay even though he never did it did anything, he never did anything gay. gay anything remotely gay but whatever it's just that's the subtext i guess she gave that to the actors playing him I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you're not gonna do anything gay, but just remember, you're <laughs> just gay. Act really gay. Yeah. <laughs> Get a limp wrist, okay? It'll be fine. It's fine. So I support the actors for not playing it stereotypically. Yay! Yeah. What a win. Yeah. What, what a win. win. Yeah. I think they deserve a Golden Globe, just like James mm. Colton. I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. How did To Die For turn into Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings? This I is unbelievable. We... There was a big train of thoughts there wonderful yeah. at sidetracking and <laughs> i'm sorry everyone i hope you enjoyed that little detour into fantasy land i don't know. because we're not cutting it out so <laughs> it's gonna be on there i'm so sorry everybody this is what you pay for every month isn't it folks <laughs> it's like for for our regular episodes we end up cutting out a good amount but then for this one it's just like we just like just care. keep it whatever who cares yeah hopefully people just like to hear us it. talk so yeah i it's, mean it's if you're paying fine. for it you might as well get all the gory de- <laughs> the full package right? de- details 
bigger, longer, uncut. I mean, that's, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For her pleasure. Ribbed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> for Suzanne's pleasure. Speaking of another Wonder. great Suzanne scene. Oh, there's Where so she's many. at the funeral. <laughs> she plays all by myself. <laughs> this might be my favorite scene. It's so, so ridiculous. Puts this boombox on. <laughs> all by myself. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it kills. And they're just looking at her like the whole time, like, what the hell is going on? Because once again, she's making it all about herself. Just, it's, it's so great. Even her husband's death. Like, yeah, it's all about her. Not yeah. doesn't matter anyone else who's there at the funeral. No, this is just her <laughs> drama. And her, it's so great and ridiculous. Oh. She's got the big sunglasses on and stuff. Yes. Probably to hide the fact yeah. that she's not crying. Not crying, and yeah. It's just so great. It's, mm-hmm. oh, this every scene, just yeah. terrific. And... Oh, there's so much to unpack in this movie. And I, you know what? We are not qualified to unpack We everything. are not. Yes. Uh, it's so good. It's a, it's another really densely detailed movie mm-hmm. that rewards multiple viewings in multiple mm-hmm. times of life. And, it does. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't have too much else to say right now. I but yeah, either. It's, it's, it's just if, if you haven't seen it, first of all, why are you listening? Turn it off. Yeah. Go check it out. It's not streaming anywhere. I was looking that up, sadly. Oh, so you got to, I think, well, I think you can rent it for like $3 oh, yeah. on Amazon. It's worth it. It's totally worth and, it. There's a Blu-ray and, uh, somewhere. There is a Blu-ray. I have really a Blu-ray, yeah. special features, but it's it, it's an okay transfer. Yeah. Yes. Where's the Criterion collection release? Oh my Hello? God. This would be a great Criterion yeah. release. I, I think it's important die. enough. Like, come on. I think so. It's a very important sto- story about America. Yeah. About this what film it takes should be to taught. get ahead and- yeah. It should be taught in the, schools. I, I, <laughs> it really should. If I was a teacher, this is the kind of shit I would teach. <laughs> You'd be fired, but yes. I would. I'd be like, okay, you see this, kids? This is what not to do. This is bad. Yeah. We don't want to be like Suzanne, okay? It is a great just uh, summation of media and obsession and mm-hmm. uh, who gets ahead in life, like you yeah. said. And it's it does capture a lot of... The American experience, yeah, especially the in the '90s, but American still today dream. as well. Yeah, because sometimes we so think sad. like, yeah, yeah, we think sometimes that like this was, oh wow, this is just so like the obsession with the media and everything. How very right. '90s, but it's like this mm-hmm. is still happening. We just had a president who was a fucking reality star. I know. It's ridiculous. It's, it's I I hate having to say this is still so relevant, but it is. Yeah. That's what we're lacking part. today is self-awareness. Like, Very that's what so. we had in the 90s. Like, mm-hmm. we were able to hold a camera to this and be like, look, this is happening. Whereas now, if we did this, people would only be able to see just the surface level of, oh, there's a right. bad woman doing things. And it's like, yeah. no, you're supposed to, like, see that this is a bad thing, right? Like, and yeah. relate to this. And it's... <sighs> well, I I think about it like this. I think we truly lost self-awareness as a country when yeah. American Idol hit. Because the first week or two when those people would come in and they were like, my mama told me that I have the most beautiful voice in choir. I was always the lead soprano. So I'm going to sing Ave Maria. And it would Mm -hmm. be like the worst sound you've ever heard in your life. And you're like, these people don't know. They sound like shit. Like no one ever told Mm -hmm. them. There's no self-awareness. And True. then they would get so mad when they'd be like, yeah, you're not going to Hollywood. And they and they would be like, wait, but my mama said I was talented. What? I mean, she can't lie because she's my mama, you know, and like they would freak the fuck out. And like, 
that's when I was like, this is this country's going in a weird direction. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, true. Because a movie like this would not fly as well. I mean, we did have Itania, which had some elements. That kind of, of reminded me of this yeah. movie a bit, which I really yeah. liked a lot. Yeah. And that, that was another one that got a lot of critical acclaim, but it didn't mm-hmm. get a ton of – No. didn't make a ton of money, if I remember right. Once uh, again, dark comedy. Don't like it. Yep. Says yeah. America. And that was another one it. that was kind of tonally – like it was dark comedy, but also had some like melodrama and uh, yeah. some drama and everything mm-hmm. in there. So, yeah, they, they, there definitely is some similarities between that and this one for sure. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. She was a more relatable yeah. character. There was I, – I, I'm not – I still don't think we know exactly the full story about right. what really went down. But they did try to mm-hmm. make it to where she was a little bit more morally ambiguous as to yes. what she really did during that whole scandal. Yeah, true. Which was true. In- interesting. I don't, I don't know how much of it's actually real, but it, it made for great movie entertainment. It was a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> so. we might have to cover that at some point. It's a good one. Oh, yeah. I'm so in for that. Yeah, that's a that in a simple favor. Those are like Ooh, two yes. of the best movies from last oh decade. God. Once again, neither of these movies really lit the box office on fire, but they're going to be remembered yeah. way by us gays anyway. Than, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's what's so funny is that the movies that seem to be remembered aren't the ones that really like won all the Oscars and yeah. made the most money. It's it's usually stuff that kind of like fell through the cracks a bit that some people kind of liked at the time, but most people were like, eh, or they just didn't really get it. And then these mm-hmm. movies yeah, age like true. fine wine. I, I don't yeah. know what it is, but I support it. Whatever it is. More I of these movies, whatever. please. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and we're going to drop this during Valentine's weekend, so you'll have something to listen to, and yeah. that'll be fun. In case no and one loves you, you know that we do. So, we do. There you go. We do. <laughs> yes. We think we you're to you. die for. Right? We yes. You. <laughs> be mine. You're to die for. Yep. You're to die for. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So let's all go and uh, dance to Sweet Home Alabama out in the rain and... <laughs> Or just cry on your couch. Or just cry. Listening to All By Myself, you know. (laughs) On your boombox. choices here are flawless. (laughs) Fascinating, yes. Okay, yeah, well, we'll be back next month with another camp episode. We don't know what that is yet, so we'll we'll figure it out. Stay safe. and uh... (laughs) Don't, you know, don't shoot anybody. Don't shoot anybody. Yeah, it's it, that's a good thing to, to end on here. Okay. Fame's All not right. worth Bye. it. Bye. Fame is not worth it. There you go. <laughs> Bye. Bye.